Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, I am Otto Dassing. You are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 332. Tonight, I'm joined with Jared Schneiderman. Joined by Jared Schneiderman. That's me. With. We're with tonight. And one with also with Kyle Wagner. Hey, everybody. And starring James Babb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're in for it now. (laughs) So what's up, fellas? Not much, man. How was uh, how was y'all's holidays? Right. Well, for us believers, um, <laughs> all you believers in, in right in the Christ. I believe in solstice, don't you? Yeah. yeah. No, I had a good Christmas. Um, it was fun. I actually, hung out with my family. We all went over there. Um, just it was pretty fucking fun. just chill. Like I, I love chill Christmases. Like we go to my parents' house on Christmas Eve. All my family, nephews, and we just hang out and we open up gifts there for the kids. And we came home that night. You know, we went to bed. We woke up the next morning. Everyone opened up all their gifts. Everybody's dead from COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I killed everyone's grandma. (laughs) How do y'all do the gifts, Phil? You just do gifts for the children? Oh yeah, that's that's it. I mean, my mom will give us all like a like a box full of stuff that she like she found throughout the year that she liked. Uh, when she came across stores, like whether it's a t-shirt or some knickknack or something like that. And like, give us like a check for like 50 bucks or something. But uh, that, okay. that's the only, that's the only gift I got, but everything's just, I mean, it's all for the kids. Now I got like 10, I think there's like 10, something like that. 10 cousins all together, like little cousins all together. Uh, I don't even know. There's so many of us. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So it was just mostly just about like that. And um, so the sat on Christmas morning and stuff, it was just my family here my immediate family and my parents came over later that night for dinner and we just watched Christmas movies and I actually watched love actually for the first time in my life. That was an experience. Fucking enjoy it. It's a chick flick, man. What what am I supposed to say? You have to do that. Cause I got outruled, man. I got, this is, this is like my wife, her friend and even my, you don't have die hard. I mean, yeah, that's what I watched oh, on. God. That's what I watched on. <laughs> uh, Actually, I watched that. Not, what was that yesterday? Two days. I was gonna say, can we not do the whole shtick about oh, it? It was on Christmas. Tired. This is like it's hot dog a sub. That this was the level of of stickery that we're in when it comes to this diehard at Christmas. So all we need you to Every do is year. concede the point, and then then we can just move no. on. <laughs> well, okay, I'll concede that it's not a Christmas movie. That's <laughs> not the point. That's not the point. It's not a Christmas. Why are we doing this? I refuse to do this. Like, no. I just I, I love Christmas. trolling you. I know. <laughs> I know you. It's more fun. It does. It does. And I keep getting tagged in the same posts over and over again. <laughs> David Dahl keeps ta- keeps tagging me in all these posts, and I'm just like, I'm ignoring you. I'm like, if you can't tell for the last seven times, I'm ignoring you. I'm not I, trying I to get caught into for this. it. I was looking for it on TV, but we settled on the Christmas story instead because I couldn't find Die Hard. So, oh yeah, we, well we put it on. Uh, I know I was at my buddy's house, and we put it on like whatever. Is that a Hanukkah tradition? <laughs> it should be. Is Die Hard a Hanukkah movie? There is actually. There, oh, it is, dude. What, what did? How did Jews talk about uh, when everything's on fire? It's like the candles. Yeah. 
<laughs> they didn't think it would keep burning, but it did. Yeah, Nakatomi Towers just kept burning through the night. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted eight. It was crazy a miracle. It was a miracle. <laughs> my, my family, we do like a, a gift exchange where at Thanksgiving you draw a name, and so you only have to buy a gift for one person out of the group. You know, secret so, Santa. It's like a, yeah, secret Santa. Um, we used to not do that. It used to be you have to buy a gift for everybody, and. I mean, I was so stressed out at Christmas time. Like, I'd have a list of like 15 people, oh, and that. I would have no idea what to get some people, you know. And and it's just like, I don't know. I'd be spending all this money trying to spend like 50 bucks a person, and that really adds up when you have a long list. Plus, and nobody even likes what they get. So. Yeah, yeah. And I'd get so much junk. I'm like, I don't need all this Dude, stuff. I don't why want are all you this not, stuff. This is the perfect opportunity for you to give everybody $50 in Bitcoin. Yeah, I know, right? I don't have any Bitcoin because you I was a non-believer. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is never, I never, you were a never shifite. A, yeah, I, I, I guess I always agreed with Peter Schiff's criticism, which is like, okay, maybe Bitcoin is scarce, but crypto is not scarce. Well, now, right? now that cri- now that Bitcoin is at like twenty, what is it at 26, 27? Yeah, 26. Now, well, now, Schiff, now Peter Schiff is saying, oh, well, it's so high now. Now the government's going to come in and regulate it. So that's why it's bad. Like his tune, he just keeps changing his tune. He's like, oh, this is this is a scam. Blah, it's going to crash. It's blah, it's going to crash. Gold products as an alternative. You know, like it's a shame that he doesn't have some other product to sell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I just so happen to be like one of the leading like gold fund managers. Like, oh, but I'm not biased. Right, I've heard, right. I've heard his gold product is garbage anyway. From somebody that bought it, and then they tried to take physical, like a delivery of their gold, and it took months, and it was a hassle, and they couldn't get it, and it's just uh-huh. like you know what? Like it's like if you don't hold your private keys, it's not yours. If that gold is not yeah. in your personal vault, oh, I I made the mistake of buying like a gold stock back back way back when I bought like precious metals when it was like going crazy back in like the Ron Paul days. And like that was a mistake because that shit was like, it just like I mean it went completely sideways. I was like, I wish I would have just bought just regular gold and silver. Like just don't don't buy the, don't buy the fucking, uh, uh what do they call them? Mining stocks. Like well, yeah, there's some mining stocks and then there's like receipts that they they sell. It's like oh we're we're holding on to your bank. We're holding it. We're holding on to your stuff in reserve over here, and you can redeem it. I think that's what Schiff offers, and it's like. Then, like Bab said, you don't get it for like four weeks, and then what happens if you know shit hits the fan? What are you gonna do? But that's kind of like Coinbase, right? Like right, Coinbase, exactly. Don't ever try to do anything fast on Coinbase. Oh, they're gonna need two weeks to verify that before like anything quick happens, right? Like, oh, you want to move stuff around? You want to, you know, you want to send you? Oh, you bought some crypto and you want to eat and send it to your uh, to your hardware wallet? Oh, that'll take yeah. two weeks. You know, like, really. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this before, uh, or I, I guess it was later. I was like, we we found. I sent you an article, Jared. Uh, we were texting yeah. back and forth about how they're trying to block anyone from pretty much block you from transferring over to like a cold wallet or whatever. Um, and I was like, what should I do? Like, I, yeah, you're, you're, I'm yeah like, I, I, I had a little bit left over in there that I I actually tried to transfer out the other day, and now they want my uh, they want my ID, which kind of sucks. How are the other coins? Like I'm kind of trapped because like it's a lot of money. So <laughs> is the other that. cryptocurrency going with Bitcoin? Is it going up with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and whatever the other? Uh, yeah. Are? Um, 
think some are. Some I think, are like uh, the scam mm-hmm. one. The scam one. The Bitcoin Cash. That one's not going up that much. But yeah, Bitcoin Cash. Like is, Ethereum. Ethereum's been up. I mean, let me. Okay, let's see here. It, in one month, heard, Bitcoin's I heard, up. Um, I heard Ripple is uh, experiencing some problems. Yeah, they're crashing, which is uh, good because they're a Fed coin. Um, Ethereum. Let's see. Uh, um, like on the month, Bitcoin's up fifty percent. Ethereum's up thirty three percent. Litecoin is up eighty seven percent. What's XRP like? XRP is down fifty percent. Oops. Yep. That was. I have a. a I do have some of that anyway. Fed coin, but I, I should just probably offload it. Litecoin. Uh, I already mentioned that one. What did Ripple. I say? Ripple. You said Ripple. I think. No, Ripple is down fifty percent. Litecoin is up. I'm seeing ninety percent. Mm. Yeah. Well, either way, I, I think, I think everything is surging like that. Like, I have no idea. Or is it just because I dumped all my shit coins? Could be. <laughs> I mean, Ethereum is like kind of used that that whole blockchain is used for other things. It's used for a lot of uh, smart contracts and uh, application development. Um, So, you know, it gets a lot of use. So it has some utility in that way. Kind of like, you know, uh, like silver is used in um you know manufacturing and stuff so it gets a little bit of added value there i think ethereum's kind of like the silver of the crypto world whereas bitcoin it's like this is just what everybody wants you know it's like the gold kind of it's a I, loose I, analogy but i just decided i was going to be a maximalist just for for out of laziness i just couldn't keep trying to <laughs> yeah. pay attention to all of these shit coins and i just you know, I just wanted to consolidate everything because I had too many coins. Yeah. Some would, you know, would be on my hardware wallet. Some I had in like exchanges because I couldn't put it on a local wallet and yeah. then they delist it. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, this is not for me to like, I don't want to have to worry about, you know, three years from now, like, oh, what did you screw that up? You know, like, yeah. I just, you know, I want it to be, I know like what, whatever I can keep on my hardware wallet is good. I don't really want anything else. Yeah. I think that's smart. I mean, unless you're trying to play the, uh, the trader game where you're like, oh, let me buy this random shit coin and hope it goes 10 X and then this sell dude, it and get it, right. get a bunch of people to hold the bag for me. My boss is like that's, that. My, that's not my, the way I, I or, like to roll. My supervisor is like that. He's like, dude, invest in Dogecoin, Dogecoin, put all the money in. He's like, he's like, well, I have a market. So as soon as Bitcoin hits 30,000, I'm selling, like I'm selling all of it. And yeah. I'll buy back in. And I'm like, okay, cool, dude. Like, I'm just holding on to it. I'm just going to keep yeah, on buying it. I lost my doge because it got, like, it was on some exchange that got delisted or something. You know? Yeah, like, I had that happen to all the Nexus stuff that Matt, <laughs> remember Matt was, like, huge Nexus guy? Right. Yeah, I, I ended up buying a bunch of that shit. And, like, I mean, it went from, like, I mean, it, it fucking just plummeted. Well, and then, I mean, and then, I and then it got completely delisted. I had like two hundred like, bucks worth of Nexus, and because I heard all they had to say was nodes in space, and I'm that like, that was a great oh, idea. I don't even really know why I want nodes in space, right. but hell yeah, I want nodes. In space. <laughs> what well, the idea was like they're gonna. The idea was they're gonna launch their own satellites, and like it's gonna be completely like free. Like they'll basically be running their own internet, so it won't be tied to like any government stuff. It was like completely. I mean, it sounded awesome, but I don't think they ever like nothing ever came to fruition. They never launched any satellites. They never did. Like shit. it was like operating like an operating system on satellites and space, with crypto and lasers and, and like. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Yeah, it would have made it for a vaporware strategy that you really. Now, this is not a sane investment strategy, right? Like to be like, yeah, that sounds cool, right? But it does sound cool. I mean, hey, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, I hope you didn't put like a million dollars into it, but like, yeah, uh, like throw a few, like hundred bucks. bucks at it. Yeah, but um, why not? <laughs> well, and plus, my friend Keith Smith was working for Nexus at the time, and we went mm. to that Nexus Earth thing out in uh, Colorado where. That was a super cool event. They somebody dumped tons and tons of money on that event. People like Ron Paul and um, Gia Griffin and Jesse Ventura, like Damn. just all like and and plus a whole bunch of actually famous people. Uh, Doug Casey, uh, you know, it's like it was just a who's who of all of these like heavyweights. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, Roger Veer. Yeah. No, I, I, I never could find a place where I could buy Nexus. Um, I would only had yeah. Coinbase and I just couldn't yeah, find I a used, proper. I used that Cryptopia, that Cryptopia site that was out of New Zealand. And then and all of a sudden, yeah, well, it got like hacked and like everything got stolen. <laughs> I think oh, they're shit. working on like reimbursing everybody. Yeah, right. But I still like, <clears throat> I've got, I think I have like a thousand dollars in like in like uh, Nexus. Well, um, let me ask you guys something. Um, you know, I guess it, we've kind of, you know, Bitcoin's getting a lot more attention now than it used to. Um, it's still like not something I get to use on a daily basis, right? Like I'm always happy when I can buy something or pay somebody in Bitcoin or buy, or yeah. get paid in Bitcoin. A couple times I've used it. I'm getting like r- extremely fast confirmations or maybe the wallets are just picking up on that first one or whatever. But like just today, I gave my nephews, I'm like, dude, I was hanging out with my nephews. So I'm like, you guys got crypto wallets? Like, what's up? And they're like, no. I'm like, all right, dudes, get your wallets out. And I'll, and Uncle Jim will send you some crypto. You know, like, all right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, uh, and they went through immediately. It was like an immediate, like, confirmation. Huh. Like, um, And what wallet were you using? Edge wallet. So, you know, maybe it's huh. picking up on, like, the first verification or the first confirmation. But it's actually know. going wallet to wallet. It's not, like, some kind of Coinbase thing where it's, like, well, you're kind of no. sending it, but it's, like, really, it's just a ledger in Coinbase that's picking up on it. Unless Edge Wallet has its own. I don't think so because yeah. they're both using Edge Wallets at the time. Okay. I don't think that had anything to do with it because I've had yeah. other transactions that are. Anyway, so in the. You know, the last time crypto was surging, everyone was complaining about these long confirmation times. And right. I guess there's like reports. Does anybody know anything about current confirmation times? Dude, I bought I bought Bitcoin uh, yesterday when it when it would hit twenty five thousand. I bought it in like within like a minute or two. I had a confirmation saying it's available. It's like there for you to look yeah, at. You like bought it on Coinbase, right? I, I did buy on Coinbase. That's, so that's, that's not that's not the same thing. Coinbase because oh, okay. you never know how long they actually are sitting before the uh, transaction. Okay, yeah. So you see, I'm a Bitcoin, novice here. Okay? You know, when you send Bitcoin directly to someone else, it's actually it's passing through the blockchain, depending on the uh, amount of okay. your transaction fee, and uh, it's kind of a complicated thing. But I remember that was a problem, and that what that's what opened the door for Bitcoin Cash and Dash and other. Like these other cryptocurrencies that are like, look, that we're getting low fees and instant confirmations. This is what you want to buy coffee with. This there's a new the whole new class of cryptocurrencies came out trying to be the retail guys, trying to be, you know, like something that would really work 
for day-to-day transactions where Bitcoin was failing to do that at the time. But I'm it's kind of seen, but then then you know, then Bitcoin like kind of caught up. They had Sedgwit and there's different I don't know, there's different, you know, lightning networks. I kind of lost track of everything they were trying to do to speed up Bitcoin transactions. Um, I guess none of us know anything about it, so never mind. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a cold. I'm still everything I got still on Coinbase, so I'm just man, I still gotta switch it over. Jared was telling me about this, some other things I could use to get it off of Coinbase, but I, that's what I'm trying to do as soon well, as I can. Know, it's been a real shame about all these boating accidents. I mean, I ca- I used to have all my crypto in paper wallets. And and if you've been in a canoe, you know that like you paper just turn that baby over and like it's all gone. <laughs> so, right, yeah, right. Actually, I, I just bought a I just bought a Trezor, which oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. or the uh, the Model uh, T, yeah, I yeah I splurged on the Model T because I want to have it. Well, I already have a Ledger, but the the thing with the Ledger is you have to like connect it to a laptop or your phone or whatever. Whereas I believe with the Model T, you don't have to do that. You can do oh, most really? of the things on the actual device it. itself. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm stuck with uh, mine working on a laptop. Right. Um, I have the older Trezor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all. I mean, they're all good. I just, you know, I just wanted that, so I bought it. <laughs> I treated myself. But um, boiled yourself. People have to pay attention to the to their wallets now. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, for people that, you know, like suddenly, you know, you had one security level that made sense when you had a thousand dollars worth of cryptocurrency, right? Right. Then the market moons, right? Suddenly you've got $20,000. You have a whole, like, you need to reevaluate your security, you know, and how you're handling things, at, at, you know, as as it changes. So right. I, I, we just saw, I just remember the last time it surged, a lot of people, a lot of people uh, had the security of, oh, that was only like five or 10 bucks. And then they're like, oh shit, where's that phone? Oh shit! Where's that private password? Like, yeah, oh yeah. crap! What happened so with that Bitcoin? Stores. Remember when you gave me ten dollars worth of Bitcoin in 2013, and you said be with the private key, and then I didn't. What's that eight hundred number I should call? You know, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> where's that landfill I threw that into? Yeah. yeah. So guys, let's just. I I hope that doesn't happen this time. Oh yeah. damn! It's been a wild ride for Bitcoin uh, holders. You know. I mean, it, it, it soared and then crashed and then soared again. I mean, just to watch it, it's like, man, what an emotional roller coaster it must be. Oh, it, not, obviously not so much for me. Like I said, I got into Bitcoin. <laughs> That's uh, for me, I, dude. It's, it's, Although well, not, yeah, not, in the, sure. not in the recent not in recent times. Like now I'm just, after the last time, I just, I'm, I'm completely over the emotions. I'm just like, yeah. I'm going to let it do what it's going to do, man. Like, right. Because I, I, I got into it. Subvert the Federal Reserve. I didn't ever really cared like about the price. Same yeah, here, right? Something is like, I just like early on, especially. I thought, oh, I'll just you know buy as much Bitcoin as I need, right? Like, yeah. Like, how many like Deutschmarks do you need if you go to Germany? Like, how many Bitcoin? Like, and because there wasn't a lot of opportunity to spend, like, I never felt like, oh, I should be stacking this. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't smart enough. Like, some people were smart enough. Um, but I was uh, hoping, like, I never expected the super surge, right? I figured right. it was a more gradual thing. Yeah, and when I got into it, it was only, I think it was worth 7000 for the first time. That's when I first bought it. 
But like I was just talking about my brother today because he was asking me about it. And he was like, damn, man, I remember you were telling me about this in like 2012. You were telling me that I should buy Bitcoin when it was only like a hundred, a few hundred bucks or whatever. I think it might have been like two hundred dollars or something like that. And mm-hmm. he's like, and I was just like, yeah, well, I bitched out for the, <laughs> the next like five years and didn't do shit. So well, I, it was, I suckered I've up talked about this before on the show, but like it, it, it used to be really hard to buy it. It was and as it much was, as and as much as I want to shit on Coinbase, like I would not own, I would not have probably bought Bitcoin when I did if it was not for Coinbase, which means I'd have way less in 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 Bitcoin than I do now. It's been a right. key on on ramp or an yeah off. a key on yeah whatever you want to call it, but yeah now it's kind of becoming like a, a fed a fed op and it's like well, all right what, get well, get everything if, off uh, of there. <laughs> what are the other? I mean, we know about like local bitcoins and things like that and and individual exchanges, but are where, what are some of the other like mainstream go tos? If you wanted to recommend like like if I like I still recommend Coinbase to to noobs like because they want to you need that like easy on and off like yeah. Um, get them interested okay. yeah once it's something so easy you get yeah. like people like me i'm thinking like my personal like it was so easy like it's just linked to my bank account i can just hit buy now 20 bucks and here yeah. it is 20 minutes later it's it says it's ready for me it's in my portfolio like i was saying before and it's it, that gets me in so now i'm more interested in now that i'm getting the ease of it and more comfortable with it i'm ready to move on to something else where it's well, a little I'd, I'd so much be i'd much prefer to recommend something else and if anybody else knows of alternatives that have that level of convenience that what's, aren't going what's based, the one I, that um What's the one that uh, Nick Pacone was talking about on here? Oh fuck! Yeah, if you guys aren't uh, you guys are, who aren't Patreon subscribers, this is literally just a continuation of our last. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about program. this for like the whole podcast. <laughs> we're we're, we're gonna lose so many in. listeners. Okay, we're just, <laughs> whatever. But hold on, let's let's yeah. all right, let's wrap because we got a big we got a big story to talk about. So let's just wrap this up here. But there was one that Nick was talking about. It was called like I thought it was called like Swift something, but like. I'm looking that up now and I don't I don't see it, but I think there's Sounds and he right. says he and he says he does like uh like uh regular buy like he does like regular purchases, like automated regular purchases on it. So it sounds well, pretty sophisticated. Part of the feature of Coinbase for, right. for cost averaging and mm-hmm. if you don't want to think about it, just have it every week, give right. you a set amount and just let it run, you know. Um that that makes a sense to a lot of people. And I but I when I a couple times when I was looking for that, I looked for alternatives. And I couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll have to ping him all. and uh, see what see what he was talking about there because I forget now. So this says E Trade was uh, getting ready to let customers trade cryptocurrencies on its platform, but I don't know if that ever happened. When was the article was in 2019? Oh, um, you know E E Trade's obviously pretty big. They were originally going to allow just Bitcoin and Ethereum. Hmm. But uh, I don't know if that ever happened. When I searched for it, this thing called eToro came up. The best way to that. buy crypto. eToro trading platform. I don't know. Yeah, that's the one that they advertise on the Brave browser, I think. I'm starting to see features come into like the uh, the Trezor software. It's like I think it's like in beta or coming soon or like the ability to buy and sell built into the the software on the hardware wallet mm. so um this that would be that could be a real convenient thing if that really took place where you could buy and sell like right from right into in and out of your own personal hardware wallet mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it shows you the importance of having a platform, of having an exchange, right? That could actually help the price because all of a sudden it's easy for more people to buy. So they can, they do it. They can't. Well, do we it. talked about it, earlier. It's an extremely dangerous frontier because you're talking about the boundary between crypto and fiat, which is, let's face it, they, they, they can't regulate crypto, but they can regulate the crap out of anything touching fiat. So the people that interact like Coinbase are, are like banks, they're like credit cards, they're, they're, they choose to be this interface between you and the state as sort of this like hybrid between a company and a mouthpiece of the state and a reporting snitch and a, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of all rolled into the same thing, right? right. So, yeah, I, I certainly think they can no, regulate crypto, they can regulate anything, you know, because anything that's traded by people you can you can get to the people you can regulate the people you can regulate their actions i mean i don't know i, well, I see that i see that as a natural step in the maturity of this thing well one of the nice things is if we you know if if you and i are just doing business bitcoin to bitcoin wallet there's no way to regulate that they can declare it illegal but there's, uh, they can't actually stop that transaction from happening. I mean, I, they could so, arrest me or you, yeah, yeah. you know, well, so they, you could get your hands on the person. Illegal. They can declare yeah. your thoughts illegal. That, that, that doesn't matter, right? That, what really matters is, well, what can they physically do? And they can't physically stop a, a Bitcoin to Bitcoin transaction but, oh, you want to convert that into 50,000 FRNs? Now, you know, we've got our hooks in deep to all the players. And that's, and that's part of why I haven't just sold a lot of my Bitcoin is because I, I don't want to I don't want to pay taxes on it. <laughs> like if I if I was to sell the Bitcoin that I've made thus far, the money, the dollar difference would be would count as capital gains. And I lose, you know, what is capital gains tax like 15 percent, something like that. I'm like, ah, I'd rather just hold on to it until it becomes like so easy to just transact in Bitcoin that I don't have to. Right. Or <laughs> wait until a different time and place to convert it into fiat. Maybe you'll be retired in Singapore. Maybe you'll, sure. yeah, maybe you'll yeah. you know, right? Like, you don't know where and when you'll be, but it doesn't yeah. have to be for Federal Reserve notes right now. You know, yes, like, exactly. exactly. So, uh, or hopefully more and more up, like, who's going to be the first nursing home to accept Bitcoin? Like we're going to, this is, this is where we're going to be at with our crypto probably. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for it to be where I can just give it to somebody and not pay, you know, a capital gains tax. Yeah. I mean, if it's like, okay, if they charge me like a fucking sales tax, then so be it. But you know, it's better than losing a chunk 15%. You yeah. Know, right now. Exactly. But Ironic, like ironically, it, Bitcoin did what I was expecting silver to do and gold to do. I thought those two were going to explode, mm. you know, and instead of it's been Bitcoin. So, I mean, I definitely feel like a, like a dumbass. I, well, no, well, I, the, no the problem with I'm buying all three. So like, no, I'm you still should, in gold. Yeah, it's still in gold. You should still, still gold. have gold and silver. Yeah, especially the problem with gold and silver, though, is like you can't transact it in a split second. Well, everyone's Even talking with, about Bitcoin. You should be stacking gold. <laughs> right. It, it's like. You know, like that's probably makes sense. Like, it, but it's like, I mean, it's well, a terrible idea. However, no. it might be just what you need, in, you know, to survive the next, you know, um, 
fluctuation. Well, if you wake I mean, up honestly, with $600 diver- in your bank account, dude, just to, all right, I'm going to put 200, 200 in Bitcoin, 200 in whatever I can get of gold and another like 100 worth of silver. Like that's what you do. I would that's never your- feel bad about like adding like bars of gold to my like dragon's hoard. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, Har- Harry Brown used to um, preach a balanced portfolio approach where it was like 25% stocks, 25% bonds, 25% cash, and I forget, oh, 25% gold, I think, or precious yeah. metals. So it was yeah, like I mean, a diversity four quadrant is, yeah. sort of. Diversity is like the best way. That that was if you if you thing. want like a if you want like a so stable portfolio. Are you saying diversity is our strength? I am. <laughs> thing about it is, is suck. the best thing about having a bitcoin or other cryptocurrency in your portfolio is that's the one they can't take away from you like that's the one like anything else they can like a stroke of a pen and it's gone that's the one that they that they're gonna at least have to beat beat you over the head to get the password for yeah well i guess gold and silver though if you got it stashed somewhere they can't get it from you right Right, exactly. It's it's going to be, yeah. but you know, it's got to be buried under the tree. You know, it's like yeah. I already so. got a spot picked out in my yard. See, like your kids are going to need that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to something non-crypto. All right. For like I was listeners. saying about that uh that spending bill. Seriously though, like no, like you know, apparently they're trying to tie this. This massive spending bill. It's what five thousand pages long. Mm. They try tying it to um, the COVID relief bill, but only for six hundred dollars. So that's what I'm saying. If you guys wake up with six hundred dollars in your bank account that government just gave you, didn't ask for it. Fuck it, do it. Spend it on shit they don't want you to own. Fuck them. Um, I don't care. Uh, but uh, so what? Like, um, Kyle, you said you were looking this up and you had some information and stuff. And I don't know if we talked about this last time, but it's still pretty relevant. The fact that it's 5,000 pages and they suspended the rules to give everyone a chance to read it just so they could sign it. And even like Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez said, she's like, we need more time to read this. We can't be just uh, voting on things we haven't read. And then she voted for it. Of course. Yeah. She had a couple of good tweets. Are the state, are your status friends celebrating this as a, as a great (laughs) victory for every special interest out there? (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I think I've talked about this on the show. My my real life friends are uh, very divided between Republicans and Democrats. And Trump this, really this po- polarized everybody. my friend group quite a bit. Um, but you, you guys understand this, that Republicans and Democrats are both fundamentally progressive minded or, you know, that n- neither would really oppose stimulus payments or extended or enhanced unemployment benefits or any kind of handouts or government spending. I mean, we're all on board. Yeah, well, they are. I mean, I, you know, I'm not. um, But I just think like I was reading through some of the details of this bill and it it contains an awful lot of money for foreign governments like uh, Egypt and Pakistan. And um, I'm like in Israel. And you're like, why is all of this in the COVID relief bill? You know what? And, and, and I think Massey was the one that brought it to everyone's attention. There's 10 million for gender studies in Pakistan. Guess what? Every, <laughs> you know? bill pass, every bill they pass is like this. I mean, is anybody really surprised? Like those of, I mean, like if you've ever looked at an appropriations bill, it's just a free for all. The only thing that's different, I think, are the number of zeros now. Everyone's just like, shit. It's just, it's, it's a, it's just open season. Everybody grab what you can. 
We're, we're, it's like it's like like targets on fire. Just grab and run for the exits, and there's no limits. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care what the damage is. It's just what can you get away with right now? Get it in that bill. Turn it up. All these bills you had them on your desk. You were just like just insert it in here. Copy paste. The shit's five thousand pages. I I wish it was ten thousand. You know, like j- these are rookie numbers. Let's just. Let's there like there's no gas pedal. I mean, there's no brake pedal on this on this car, right? There's no stopping it. So let's mash the gas. Like just stomp. Like where? Like how? Let's see where this goes. Like how 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 much crazier could it be? Yeah, I don't know. And why? And why isn't the dollar suffering from this like insane these, this insane deficit spending that they're doing and? And another thing I'm wondering, are we like actually, do you guys think maybe we're actually in a recession or a depression or heading into one and it's just sort of being obscured by all of these uh, support pay- support payments, you know, because I'm seeing retail businesses closing. I'm seeing restaurants closing. The unemployment numbers have got to be got to be getting big. And I, you know, but I'm not really hearing about the real suffering that I would expect from a recession or a depression. Well, people aren't calling for in for their their debts yet. The government's not letting everyone call, call in for their, oh, hey, your your mortgage is up or, you know, your rent is due or they're not right. letting people do that right now. So I, people I guess are still people are still out there yeah. suffering, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just not being reported widely. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, I think people are like, why is the stock market doing so well when there's like this incredible level of unemployment and businesses shuttered? And like, how can this possibly like I think it kind of shows that the whole like thing is a scam to begin with right like if 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 we if the stock market like really reflect honest valuations of corp of companies we would see immediate like as companies close and and people get fired and productivity like grinds to a halt we should see these companies being valued at less but we're not we're seeing the prices go up it's is it like a i think people are sort of expecting like okay this is the price we expect it to be once all this COVID nonsense is over. And so everything, yeah, everything right now is highly overvalued, but they expect like the once wave of inflation that this, that this extraordinary money supply, it's part of, it's part of that. Yeah, for sure. Is, is, is manifesting itself, but yeah, the people uh, that are around are able to pick up on that uh, easy credit and invest it in but, uh, I mean, production. But. I, I heard somebody quoted that said that the like 20% or 21% of, of the current US dollars in circulation in the world were created this year. Wow. Think about 20%? how staggering that is. 20%? Yeah. Like that's wow. how much they've created new, you know, money supply at a, at a, like, how do we not, <laughs> how are we not like in hyperinflation right now? How is that? Why, well, why I mean, look at Bitcoin. Like, but I mean, uh, look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin had its lowest in March, right? March. I looked at it today. Bitcoin yeah. was at its lowest in March 12th. It was like $3,000 after that initial uh, jump. And yeah. now it's like 26000 I mean, I don't know. Maybe did Bitcoin price go up or did just the dollar just become that much less? No, the, the mean, price I, of Bitcoin was, went up. I mean, the it, price of Bitcoin definitely went up. Like the dollar has okay. been down. If you look at like the Forex markets, the, the dollar has been down significantly. I don't know. There's some core. I don't know. There's well, a lot I of correlations. Just I'm just thinking about like there's I definitely think certain there's people. Probably, there's probably people that are, are using it as like a I, not a safe haven because it's not a safe haven, but it's more of a like 
fuck it. You can <laughs> grab, fucking buy the shit. And there's a graph of money supply um, related to Bitcoin yeah. price. And what it shows is that it's actually not an all-time high if you like calculating the sort of the price inflation. And I, I can't explain it because I don't really understand it. But oh, uh, that's interesting. People should look into it. So like adjusted for inflation, Bitcoin is not at an all-time high, technically. If speaking. you consider the, you know, the, the, the you know, the, the increase CPI in CPI and all that kind of shit. Yeah, so I might be right. So well, you can tell you're wrong because of the price of everything else, right? Oil, oil isn't through the moon. Gold isn't to the moon. Like everything yeah. else, whatever Bitcoin's up, I don't know what percentage that is. Um, you know, nine hundred percent or something like that. Everything else isn't up at anywhere close to that, right? right. I mean, yeah. certain things are. Real estate seems to be going is going up, but it's not. It's not up a hundred percent or two hundred or three hundred. Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin right? is oh, or not Bitcoin. Gold is up like what? couple percent well know. i mean but from it's like i mean it jumped up from like what 1500 to like 1900 right yeah like, but that's nothing like what bitcoin did and no I'm just it's not saying it's like 50 percent. if the dollar was crashing everything else would be yeah. the price of everything would be soaring because you would be measuring it in a crashing dollar but the fact right. that just bitcoin is soaring and everything else is there's not something soaring, special about bitcoin for there's sure. something special about yeah it's just bitcoin that's what i'm trying to explain yeah yeah that makes sense. But it is, I mean, let's face it. Could you, is there, do we have a better defense against the great reset than uh, cryptocurrency? I mean, all that, that Klaus Schwab economic. <laughs> you love that guy, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. What's a better defense than, than Bitcoin? So kind of makes sense. <laughs> If if a dollar crashes, pretty much anything but the dollar will will save you a little bit. I mean, real estate, anything real, anything physical, can be can be good. But yeah, you yeah, Bitcoin is not dollars, and Bitcoin has done really well in countries that have had currency problems, like uh, South American countries, right? I've heard people down there use uh, Bitcoin in Venezuela and places Argentina. Yeah. Like that. Right, and they might be further ahead in this reset than than we are, uh, yeah. as far as what they're used to. So, I mean, I think it's very possible that um, we could see a uh, national digital currency um, sort of sur uh, replace our the the dollar system we have now. And because I mean, that's what they're talking about in the in the Great Reset is making sure that. Every transaction is tra is tra traceable, blockable, censorable, goes across a national border, requires the other state permission. It's like goes through all the checkpoints. It's they're trying to this is a this is definitely on the table as something that that they're strongly uh, working on a, like a new Bretton Woods. Um, yeah. They're seriously talking about like something like this and it requires a crisis and a, and sort of a, uh, on a, on a massive scale, um, comparable to the destruction of Europe after world war two. And look at what we happen to have here, like global destruction, chaos, well, the, the problem, like industries, um, the problem with it is they have the same problem that they have with U.S. dollars, which is that they're they're running deficits, you know. So it's like even if they switch currencies, they're still spending more than they're taxing, 
first you have the huge problem of actually getting it adopted by all the, the business world and the market and the, and the global community, like to actually switch currencies, I don't think can be done, you know, overnight. And then once it is adopted, they're still spending way more than they bring in. So the Let deficits me just take a quick picture. What if, uh, just as a, as a hypothetical, they say, okay, we've got the, this is the next stimulus package. It's going to be $5,000 each. You're going to get a card in the mail. And we've already worked it out with Apple and Google. And to make sure there's an app on your phone, you just you can just log in and you'll type in your code. And then, boom, you can spend it at Starbucks or at the mall. And go to town, folks. Enjoy. All the grocery stores, the big payment, a few of the key payment processors within the EBT systems already. This is basically the, uh, have you guys ever seen Mr. Robot? Yeah, the show Mr. Robot. This is like part of the premise of Mr. Robot is uh, they have sort of a a collapse, um, a financial collapse, and uh, <clears throat> they uh, end up instituting this thing called Ecoin, which is funded by this company called Ecor or Ecorp, which is uh, you know basically just like a huge government-run corporation kind of thing, um, like Google, and. Uh, so that they basically just introduce their own sort of cryptocurrency or digital currency or whatever you want to call it. And they just start giving it out to people like, oh, you know, every and then everything kind of transitions into this sort of like government coin or compliance coin as as you termed it last last podcast. <laughs> Sorry, compliance coin. So, you know, I, yeah, I don't I, I see I mean the good thing about Bitcoin, which is the the brilliance of it, is that built into it, it is not there without like a hard fork that everyone adopts, there's no way to um, to print more than the maximum amount, right? You can't just print more Bitcoin. Like it's built into the the program itself that there's only going to be, oh, fuck, what is it? 21 million. 21 million. Uh-huh. And they gradually release themselves, you know, as they are mined. And then at some point that'll be it. I think that's in like 20... 32 or something i can't remember i think it's already over 18 yeah but it gets like progressively harder as you as as we go along so you don't have inflation you have like very minimal inflation until we get to the end you actually Um, could have there's also a deflation because of all the lost private keys that's true yeah like it's like you know, there's, there's probably like, millions of dollars that are just never <laughs> going to be recovered. <laughs> yeah, how many Bitcoin is lost? Billions of dollars. Billions yeah. and billions. Oh yeah, probably dollars. billions. Yeah. Who knows about a lot of those private, um, those private keys that are supposedly satoshis? I mean, there's there's billions of dollars that are just is, is it destroyed? Does it exist? Could someone suddenly sell that for five billion dollars? Yeah. Maybe nobody really knows for sure until somebody actually went to like could do it. So it's kind of a like sort of a question mark of this on the supply. Like, is that really in circulation? Is it not? Right. But you know that there's never going to be more than 21 million Bitcoin in circulation. So, you know, you've got that. You've got that sort of always be less than that. You know, it'll it'll always be less than that. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's where. You know that's where we we have this prote- this built-in protection by by software in, in this in this specific currency that we can never we never have to deal with that shit. So the government's going to have to just create their own. They'll they'll eventually create their own shit. 
their own government coin and they'll, you know, force people to go on that, but you're not going to be out, you know, but you they're know, already so they shackle you to a fucking bench. It's a perfect time to get people on board when they're look, we're, you know, like everybody's like pro check right now. Like, like even though like, who was it? Like some of the like conservative people were complaining that the relief wasn't enough right mm. it wasn't enough of a handout like that's the conservative take right like all, yeah. they're even they're like come on right donald yeah. trump said so yeah that's why he, he vetoed it it's like, like i think you should have two thousand dollars yeah yeah, yeah thousand more welfare yeah. like that's pelosi was like yeah he's right <laughs> let's do it so, <laughs> so if the argument is like well should it be you know should should we should we hand out x or should we hand out two x right like they're obviously going to hand out two X. Why not? Why not 10 X? Right. Like it, it, there's no, there's no pushback. Right. So it'll just keep going up and, Oh, it's going to be for efficiency. Yeah. You know what? It's going to be for efficiency and cause it'll be COVID safe and to protect our frontline welfare processing agents, we're going to just, you know, you're going to have an app and a bark and a, and a QR code and, you know, go to town, folks. Enjoy. And everyone will log in and, you know, your transaction will be geotagged and you're verified and they're verified. And <laughs> Do you guys want to hear wonderful. some more, some more stuff about what's in this bill? Yeah. Go, uh, the bill. Yeah. I'm going to read you a couple things. Uh, the bill will establish a new Smithsonian American Women's History Museum. <laughs> and, a, and a Smithsonian National Museum of the American Latino. We're, we're gonna have wow. two new Smithsonian museums. Where are they? Um, where's that in DC? Uh, I don't know where they're going to be, but uh, where it's do going you think? To, so where the probably. fuck do you think? Of course, Portland. Um, of course, <laughs> it creates a commission tasked with educating consumers about the dangers associated with using or storing portable fuel containers for flammable liquids near oh an open my flame. God, fucking right? eat my dick! <laughs> you don't want to have a gas right. can you near you your fire pit. Fires? You want to have flammable <laughs> containers exploding? What's wrong with you? Yeah, like, Kyle. You <laughs> Let's see. The bill decriminalizes unauthorized use of the Swiss coat of arms or Smokey the Bear. I found that one interesting. <laughs> I, I didn't know that there it was. Decriminalizes it? Yeah, it, yeah, it's actually. Well, wow. I can't go to jail for using Smokey, Smokey the, Bear the Bear's anymore. image, yeah, I guess. You there's no Smokey the Bear porn on Pornhub. Now there can be, right? Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yep. They got rid of um, all the. Uh, <laughs> The bill the out, <laughs> it outlays funds to address gender inequality among statues. So, I, Jesus so I guess if fucking too many, Christ, too many male statues, they need to be more well, female you know, statues. I mean, every once in a while in history, they have to like chisel off the penises of the statues. Doesn't that happen <laughs> like when the regime Maybe. changes or something like like, <laughs> like a historical thing that happens? Like they'll chisel the noses off, you know, like. Um, Fuck, dude, dude, fuck this. Fuck all of this. <laughs> I love dude, it. kill it with listen, fire. Listen, pile it on, folks. That's like that's those are rookie numbers. Come it's on, been, man. Like just throw in anything. Anything you got, now's your time to go for it. Just just pile yeah. on. All right, it's, we got it. We got a podcast title. It's it's Decrim Smokey. <laughs> Decrim Thanks to James in the comments. <laughs> The bill, the bill spends five pages laying out the process for determining who will be recognized as the next reincarnation of the Dalai Lama. 
That is very weird. I am. Say that, say that one about the Dalai, Dalai Lama. Lama again. Say that again. It, uh, it spends five pages laying out the process for determining who will be recognized as the next reincarnation of the Dalai Lama. Are you, are you joking? Are you joking? I'm not joking, man. That's what. Don't it think says. that's important. What's is this on PragerU? Are you reading us on PragerU? Yeah, is this a PragerU <laughs> video you're watching and just <laughs> telling you how great General Lee was? PragerU. It has the site I was reading it from has links to the text of all this okay. stuff. No, like, that, you know what? Well, that's great. Um, <laughs> it was something about outlawing memes, though, like a new like uh, copyright. Is there a meme tax being instituted? I swear to God, there was something in there about like making new crimes for sharing. It was going to affect <sighs> people that uh, shared shared. Uh, it wasn't just. Um, I forget exactly Kyle, we're going to be how do you back. not hate was, government? I think it like, symbolizes <laughs> like some kind of like memes, uh, like you like you might not they, you might be able to like I don't know rest you for memes. Well, I As guess should. Like if I were them, now Kyle, tell me if I'm right. But shouldn't status be arresting people for for memes? I mean, does anything <laughs> really challenge the the status like status quo the the status quo more than some like libertarian memes? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't agree with arresting people for memes. I mean, but if you wanted to protect the state, wouldn't you? <laughs> you heard it here first. Kyle does not support arresting no, people. No, for I, you know, I have, I have. How can the state survive with free meme exchange? I don't. I, I'm a classical liberal. I mean, I you know believe in uh, free speech. So, you know, even um, even if it endangers your state. Yeah, I mean, I think being able to criticize your government is actually a positive thing. You know, like, it's important to be able to, like, point out this ridiculous stuff. That that should lead, in theory, to better governance, right? At least you're, you're highlighting the waste and abuse, waste, fraud, and abuse. How's that worked out so far? Well, it's not working out so far, but, like, we live in a country full of people that support... They, they support these representatives... You know, only six senators voted against this bill. I mean, it just it's, it's a reflection of America. Right. I just kind of feel like um, we have a messed up culture and this is the desserts. You know, we get our just desserts. We just we deserve this because this is what Americans voted for. They voted for these people. They voted for this spending. And yeah, it's a disaster. But I mean, I don't I don't. There have to be that don't vote. Do they deserve it? They deserve some like crypto holding. You know, like not as much. <laughs> I guess to be I, rich right now. You know, <laughs> it, it would be nice if they were if they participated or, or tried to make things better. But, you know, so they're kind of just along for the ride. But, you know, I, I don't know that they deserve it. But I you know, uh, deserve to get my head kicked in because I cannot keep hearing about this fucking bullshit ass things that they spend. It is so I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what it's like so angry. Are like this is, Am I the only one that is excited about this? <laughs> I want to so, bleed this thing dry. Like let's drain it. Let's see. Let's like James what, like, what the James happened? the accelerationist. What happened? Yeah, like let's just why drag it out? Like he's, let's he's got a point. I mean I, I I I tend to agree with him on that. It doesn't uh, anger I, me that much. It just makes me laugh. It's like, and then they come wow. out with this like modern monetary theory where they're like, oh, guess what? Oh. Actually, 
it's okay to just spend massive amounts of money and just print just, it's just because to it's give not them real intellectual cover it's to give them intellectual cover for their bullshit spending habits. yeah that's, that's all, all it is if you, if you anticipate it you can plan accordingly and structure your life and business to 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 help those that are going to be in need as a result uh you know um profit from the failures of the state you know is yeah. a bad quaker um advice that he you know that ben stone would always you know one of his themes profit from the failures of government and um you know as we see if the currency does go to crap well there's there's going to be opportunities there that has to be the end game i mean of all this right they, they used to say oh government will run out of money and they won't be able to pay social security and then you realize they never run out of money so the the real end game is is the failure of the currency and it just yeah. seems to hold up for years and years and years decades and decades and decades roll by hundred years who knows who knows right yeah so I, there just doesn't seem to be the repercussions that we expect. I, I've been expecting repercussions since at least 2015 when Ron Paul was talking about it. I was like, yeah, we can't run these huge deficits, trillion dollar deficits. We're going to kill the currency. And it hasn't happened. So right. just when you think it's like it, it can't this can't survive and like, oh, it's 10 times worse. Oh, crap. Yeah. Man. And the dollar goes up and you're like, yeah, it seems like it's going to take some sort of, <laughs> I don't know, catac cataclysmic event, really, because. It seems like the only thing propping the dollar up now is just like the just the force of the government, really. I mean, oh, that's all that's really propped it up. But like the What's fucking faith? empire, the fucking massive empire. And eventually it's like, I don't know. It's just not sustainable. Like the force that the force behind the dollars just doesn't seem sustainable. Well, I mean, I, I'm not I like. Hold on. Let me just finish. Like, yeah, it might be 100 years. But like, I mean, it's just it just feels like they're just like. I don't know. As soon as something supplants the dollar, people are like, wait, this is actually much better. Like, this is more stable. I feel like I'm not my my savings isn't getting fucking depleted. Like, I, I don't have to just, you know, I, as soon as that happens, and it could be it could be it could be Bitcoin. It could be something else. But like, like, like do you use like a, the Starbucks app and pay at Starbucks with your Starbucks app? Do I No, I make my own coffee. Okay. Well, Starbucks <laughs> has an app and you can yeah. just no, very convenient in line. It's like super fast because, you know, it's like automatically like handles the transactions, whatever. Very convenient. Yeah. There's, there's things going to be just like that. And you could use that. You could still use dollars, but, you know, it's going to take a little longer. And remember, we ran out of change back in 2020, so we no longer make change, but you could still use your <laughs> app. Right. Right. Like, and, um, like, yeah, like, why are they suddenly running out of change? Like, it's almost like I, I, I my theory is just that the banks were closed, that people haven't been able to turn in their change to coin stars or they haven't been going into their bank to cash it in. And that's just why we ran out. I think I don't think I people don't, are actually hoarding coins like like uh, they're all in the couch. They said. I mean, I have a basket of change. I used to go to the bank periodically, and then, like, for months, the lobby was closed, and I, I couldn't go in to tr turn in my change. So I figured if that's happening to lots of people, maybe that's why there's no change. I could often measure my own personal economic prosperity level by, like, how long I went before taking that pile of change to Coinstar. You know, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, I loved it. 
I like I seriously last year I I cashed in all my kids piggy banks everything I put it all together and it was like over, well over like 150 bucks you're something like, like that it was like 175 dollars and like, damn that's five lap dances <laughs> oh, thanks kids <laughs> I, thanks kids <laughs> no and I went I bought gold I bought gold and silver for all of them I bought I spent it all in gold and silver and I said that's gonna be a better store value than just sitting in your fucking piggy bank so I bought it got it down here right here in the basement it's it's perfect I, and that's right, what I never fill this out soon you don't even uh, know <laughs> you don't know what it's in though yeah, that's, that's yeah. the thing where it's located. It's, that's it's, a nice in, it's in between the couch cushions of the, the couch over here. <laughs> it's we, underneath we gotta, your ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to talk about this Nashville thing real quick before the ending because no, we put it in the. Let's fucking leave it for after hours because we're about to wrap it up for. Damn, that's like the oh. biggest story. We didn't even talk bah, about it. Whatever. <laughs> it's not that big. I don't know. Yeah, yeah bitches, you got to side on to the I after think, hours. Stop I being cheap, fucks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> don't be cheap. Fucking send over some Bitcoin, man. Come over. Uh, yeah. You guys want ten dollars of Bitcoin. Right, right. That's right. nothing. Come on, you guys nothing, are all right. like crypto bigwigs now. Yeah, everyone's yeah. a Bitcoin we millionaire on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys go to prlfans.com, you can uh, find uh, links or uh, ways to donate to the show without using Patreon. But Patreon's the easiest method, I would think, uh, other than that, where if you sign up for as little as um, $20 a month, you get to hear the after hours and... Um, you get to hear more of a conversation about Bitcoin, apparently. And, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. but and, uh, seriously though, like you guys, uh, the Patreon is, is awesome. You guys should totally check it out. Um, also, we also have t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com, where if you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you get yourself a 10% discount. Or if you want to spend $50 or more, get yourself a 20% discount by using the code PRL2. Tonight, like every night, is brought to you by Conversations About Freedom uh, with Moral Bob. And until next time, live free or die. Not aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute.